When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV continues. Get to headliner questions in a second there. You just heard the ad. If you were listening locally on radio here on 93.3 for our good friend, Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics, who, uh, once again, we always thank for helping out with the uh, program and sponsoring us. She's the best in the business. Her staff, simply the best as well. And uh, we believe that wholeheartedly and that my two boys have gone through it. All three of Ira's girls have as well. And if Corey lived here, his son Brady would be going there as well. So there it is. There it is. Uh, Birch Orthodontics. Yeah, and the website is birchorthodontics.com, B-U-R-C-H, orthodontics.com. And as we've said also many times, uh, this whole year, it's their 20th anniversary, Dr. Mm -hmm. Birch's 20th anniversary. And because of that, uh, she's not just celebrating. She's celebrating the community by donating $20,000 to five local charities and she's asking that's what people, the community, to match those donations as well. So if you go to birchorthodontics.com or any of the Facebook or social media pages, there's links that you can, uh, I Utilize. guess, QR codes yeah. you can use to go and you can make a contribution to. Well, to I love a good join. QR code, buddy. It takes two seconds. It's the easiest it's, thing in the is, world. Man. I it's love been, them. The QR codes made a comeback. They mm. were Back in the day when I was at the Democrat, when Corey and I were at the Democrat. That's right. There was a big push for the QR codes, and we were doing all you these QR codes. You guys were ahead of your time. And nobody was yeah. really nobody using Nobody did it. But no. now but Now, now you can do it on board. TV when you're watching How a TV that? show, and an ad pops up. You're like, whoa, what is that? I think they do it on the big screen at games and stuff. I'd like to I'd use that what, green. One of, my trips, one of my trips to and fro, I forgot my wallet in one of my houses. I don't remember which one. I've got too many to choose mm, from, but mm. I forgot my wallet. And I'm like, well, how am I even going to get gas? Oh, How am you, I going to buy anything? QR buddy, code. You don't need a wallet anymore. You go to a gas station, you scan your phone. You go to a grocery store, you scan your phone. You can scan. I mean, it just doesn't matter anymore. You don't need wallets, folks. Because they know where you are at all times. Yeah, they've got us, yeah, Well, buddy. they do do they that. They yeah. got us. Uh, mm. By the way, before we get to all the questions, I will note, P. Simpson, our man, says that he's currently sitting in standstill traffic in good old McDonough, which he referenced oh, as Corey's God. hometown, uh, and said, Jeff and Ira, what's your favorite McDonough moment? <laughs> so many to choose from and lots of time to think about it, too, while you're there in McDonough. It makes lots no sense in McDonough. Um, there are outlet malls there, but it makes no sense no matter what time of day, coming or going, you are always going to be at a standstill in McDonough, Georgia. It makes no sense. Even if you have the peach pass sometimes because – it goes the wrong way. It's an express lane. Yeah, and when you're turning around stuck, on you. It's coming this way. It, it's just awful. Frustrating. Uh, Marcus writes, does Lincoln Riley get the same amount of ire at OU that Jimbo did at FSU? Seems like he has largely dodged the hate that Jimbo receives, but acted similarly in his departure. Took his strongest player with him to boot. How did he avoid the OU anger? Thanks, Jens. Well, I can answer that one a little bit, Marcus. I'll tell you how he avoided it. Here are his seasons at Oklahoma: twelve and one, twelve and two, twelve and two, ten and two, twelve and two. Uh, he didn't go five and six, and then badmouth the university on his way out the door and lie about it. I still don't think Oklahoma fans were upset that 
they, when they lose games, I don't think they're rooting for Lincoln Riley. No, but I mean, just I mean, I think there's an obvious answer. Yeah, but I mean, if you, he, yeah, was, he was in fir- he finished first, 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 and third. Yeah. I mean, I, like it's <laughs> it stunk, but it stunk much more the way Urban Meyer left Florida and the way Jimbo left Florida State. Like, it, yeah, it 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 hurts when you have a successful I don't coach know, leave. Man. It's much like, worse back- when the when the, when he's driving your program into a into, into, a, a, into a mountain and then leaves. And then trash you on the way out. I get that part of it, but Lincoln Riley not only left Oklahoma in yeah. the lurch, but then took, took yeah. their best player and like f- ten of their best players. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think they, they weren't happy honest. about it. Yeah, they're not they holding a parade. Well, you know, I don't think Bob Stoops was happy about it. You know, because they, they've kind of orchestrated everything for Lincoln Riley to get that job yeah. the way they did it, and and then he bounced. Yeah, I don't think they were happy. I just think it's a little different level. It's a different what level. What Urban did at Florida and, and Oklahoma people aren't exactly sitting around, you know, saying great things about Lincoln Riley for sure. But again, it's a little bit easier to take when you're winning 12 games and winning you know, the conference every single year. Well, and then he leaves and they go six and seven. Well, now, hey everyone, you get to go to the SEC. Come on, Brent Venables, let's go. Thought you were. Coach extraordinaire, what are you doing over here, half-stepping? Yeah, it's ugly. Uh, Does the football facility have the funding it needs to be completed or not, guys? (laughs) I like that question. The funding, or is it paid for? They're financing financing it, it, guys. They're not coming out of pocket for that sucker. Yeah. It's uh, I think the donations by the end of, by the end of it I think maybe half of it will be through close to half of it will be through donations, uh, but the rest of it's gonna be financed and they're gonna have to pay it off over twenty years at a cool five and a half percent is what I think they're talking about. Yeah, um, it, it, I think people get nervous about it because they haven't seen a lot of action over there. They're not. Yeah, too, they're, but you the, will this the, year going yeah, into the stadium. The major construction is going to start in September, um, and they've and they've been going back and forth, you know, on the the final plans. But yeah, the financing now they just I think the board of governors has to approve it, which was a formality. Then uh, they'll really start construction in September, and it'll be ready for the twenty twenty five season. Is what the plan is now. Well, and they did a really good job with that ditch in between the practice field yeah. and the baseball stadium. They crushed that thing. That thing looked great. The piping. You had to get the water and the piping. Had to do it, buddy. Had to do it. We got to see every ounce of that construction and that digging, buddy. We got to go out there every day. We were. We even had to. I never saw any workers there. I did. I did see the ditch. Well, once the the pipes were in the ground, Corey, time was up. That was it. They needed to just wait until they got the rest of the approving, uh, approving that they needed. Uh, So you know that's that's where that is. Why is everybody writes Burke so spooked over UF's big recruiting weekend when it was obviously. A PSYOP NIL payoff. Could FSU be playing the long game here with recruiting and keeping things more low-key? Yeah, I mean – I don't say everybody. We weren't freaking freaking out. I just don't – I think they're – again, I mean, I think it's two separate things. Florida State wasn't going to just, you know – Ask kids, hey, can you commit now? Because Florida had this run. Yeah, we're not following Florida's cue. They're six and six, guys. Six and seven, sorry. But I'm worried about – that seventh game. Yeah, I think there's two separate issues. The one is some people who look at the fact that the rankings, Florida State slipped in recruiting rankings and said, well, I don't want to be 15. I want to be top five because that's where we feel like we should be after a 10 and three season. If yeah. the, and, and some of the players are involved with. But I think what I would encourage you to do, though, is look at the, the, the guys they've got committed, which I think they've got. It's a really good group of kids. They've got committed the kids they are involved with and are likely to get which is some really good players, even on the defensive side of the ball. They haven't committed yet, but if you get Charles Lester, if you get some of these defensive linemen that they're involved with, then now all of a sudden that's going to be a really good class. And then the one position, one or two positions I know people are you know sort of freaking out about is defensive end 
or defensive line and linebacker. I don't think they're going to sign a lot of linebackers. They only, you know, they lose your two starters, Tatum Bethune and Kalen Deloach, but they don't lose anybody else. And this is a defense that doesn't play a lot of linebackers. So I I would be, they have one linebacker committed. They, maybe they get one or two more, but it's not like they're going to go out and sign a ton of linebackers and uh, they're involved with some really good defensive linemen. We'll see if they get them. Well, the defensive end is uh, what I'm excited about. And the offensive line, defensive line, you and I talked about this yesterday. Um, they get those guys. We'll be all right. We'll see uh, that the linebacker situation will play itself out. Uh, next question is, you can only eat one fast food menu item for every meal for a month straight. What would it be? Now, Scott gives us an example. Big Mac, Whopper, chicken nuggets, et cetera. It certainly wouldn't be chicken nuggets. But uh, go, go for it, Ira. You lead. So that's the only thing you can eat, or do you have to eat You can one of only the- eat one fast food menu um, item for every meal for a month straight. And it, it might be chicken nuggets, buddy. Because it's light enough I mean, that you, you can't wouldn't eat be hamburgers for every, every meal. meal. Well, I mean, I don't even know that chicken nuggets are really chicken. No, they're not, so, for the most part. I think the burgers are like real meat. That's a tough one. You know what gets? It was, I haven't had it in years, but it's really underrated in my book. Is the Burger King chicken sandwich? Yeah, the, the old long school. One? Yeah, the long the old, old school, yeah, school chicken sandwich. The old school chicken sandwich. I think it's underrated. I don't. That's know. in my. That's I, I. I can't. I'm having a hard time narrowing it down. I, I love the French dip and Swiss at Arby's, but I don't oh, eat it anymore. Good call. Good call. Yeah. But I. Lo- I just love being able to dip things and stuff. Especially au jus sauce. Calm down, au jus sauce. Au jus sauce. always on the keep moving. Yeah, au jus. Au jus sauce. But um, I I think my answer, my immediate answer, is a sausage egg McMuffin Mm. from McDonald's. Clearly from McDonald's, the McMuffin part. I I love those things. I don't eat them a lot because I'm not up in time sometimes. But man, have, when was the last time y'all had a sausage egg McMuffin? I, I, I you probably wouldn't eat it. Years and sure, years and years. I don't one. think. Yeah, it's been a long time. I did like it's the incredible. bacon, egg, and cheese the, croissant, which from Burger King. Oh, well, the croissant, which was, was the deal the, back croissant, in the day. Croissant, which. By the way, play. you could get that at Dunkin' Donuts: the sausage, egg, and cheese on All a croissant. Right. All right, buddy. Yeah, well. You can get a sausage egg McMuffin from McDonald's, yeah. and it's glorious. You it's know, the be- that's the whole thing when I was arguing about wanting McDonald's to be 24-hour breakfast or serve breakfast all day. It's for that. It's it's great. When done right, unbelievable. No you defense. know what? You have sold me on this. I've never – I don't think I've ever had one, and I'm now going to get one because i got to hear what it is you're prattling on about. I, got, I mean, i got to taste what it is you're prattling on about. I think it speaks to the difference in our culture, though. You, you're, you're more of a biscuit McMuffin guy – we're mm-hmm. croissant witch guys. We're yeah. croissant, we're, you know, a little, a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah. Word is a little, so, yeah, we're a little in your bit, little bit I got more it. sophisticated, yeah. Marlon writes, hello, gents. At least you have baseball can chant SEC. But really, <laughs> once the 12-team playoffs are here, will the NCAA finally pay players a base pay above making us fans pay in the form of these collectives? Love the show. Ooh. I mean – there's a there are some people who think that's definitely coming, and there's some people who say it's not coming. So it's you know there's no way to know. I mean, uh, there's definitely a, a, a there's definitely a, a, a school of thought that within a few years that will be the the move that uh, college athletes and at least the the profit sports, the profit producing sports, football, men's basketball, maybe a couple other sports, those players will become like employees. There are other people who say that should never happen and, and huh? will never happen. So. <laughs> We have to see, but that, no, it's it's a fair question though because the way it is right now, yeah, uh, yeah. I think fans do feel like I've got to pay these collectives so that my team can compete. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan writes, "Hello, gentlemen. 
Jeff, since LSU humiliated the Lizards last night, could we get a Brian Kelly Southern-style thoughts on the game? <laughs> no, but I will say Ira and I soon enough can bring back the flea flicker. <laughs> we will. It'll be time for the flea flicker. Uh, what, if, what if he breaks it out of the LSU game again be... this year? How cool would it be if it happened again? Marcus, I already read you. Adam, in honor of the dumbest thing ESPN televises, now that Packer and Durham are off the air. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Come on now. Go go for it, Adam. What would be the register sausage to hot dog ratio for the 4th of July eating contest? Does, example, eight sausages equal ten hot dogs? Who would win out of the three of you? I got to be honest, I will bite the bullet here. Uh, Corey's too skinny to eat much of anything anymore. Right. Ira's decorum won't allow him to do that. He's going to – he's going <laughs> to uh, – proud. And so, for me, I, I'll, I'll just – I could stuff 10 hot dogs. I could do it quickly. Would you do the uh, dunking and water technique? No, that's disgusting. How would disgusting – it, it bothers me every time I see it. I don't watch it anymore. I saw it one time. I, I was like, I can't I do can't it. I can't ever watch it. I can't do well, it. Well, and the thing is, is is – it ruins – I mean, Chestnut is obviously one of the best athletes of our lifetime. It's amazing. And he's it the secretary of when he's speed got, eating. He's got wet hot dog jowls, oh! wet hot dog chunks all over his jowls. It's it, it just – bread, it's disgusting. It is absolute – if it was a more – I don't know how anybody watches it. It's just disg- – I'll, I'll watch the Sports Center wrap-up when it says Joey Chestnut, whatever, 91 hot dogs, <laughs> new world record. I'm not watching, I'm not watching 10 minutes of it. I can't do it. That. Uh, by the way, Adam, your bonus question to me, what's my favorite song off the new Isbell album? White Beretta is my favorite song off the new Isbell album. What's yours, Ira? You didn't ask you. Red Beretta. Yeah, the other, yeah, the cohort. Yeah. Mine was track six. I can't remember the name of it, but track six is, is good. And I was going to say, so what's, how many how many registered sausages would equal one of those Coney Island hot dogs? I feel like like half of a registered sausage. Yeah, it's going to be two yeah, hot dogs yeah. to one registered sausage? Somewhere in that So ballpark. I think that's probably right. Also, if you're a registered sausage customer and we catch you dipping it into water oh, and shoving it into your it. gullet, we'll, we'll, no. you're not a customer anymore. We don't want you. No. Take that over no. to Johnsonville we're not, we're not, or whatever, who, yeah. whatever other sausage, Jimmy Dean. Yeah, we're not you know, fostering that kind of that. backwoods nonsense around here. <laughs> That's not what we do. Uh, Brandon writes, let's change topics for a moment. What do you think about FSU basketball's offseason? Uh, he's worried about addressing point guard and uh, is worried about NIL and all that. Well, Ira and I have certainly had this conversation quite a bit. I don't know. It's going to be a revamped same thing we've done before. Um, they have a bunch of point guards. I don't think that's a big Yeah, I, that's know. not the issue. I just They're not going to be great. <laughs> just just yeah. not going to be great. They got three guys out of the portal. They wanted to get four. Uh, they've been in the running for a few other big men and haven't gotten them. Uh I mean, I think they're a team that they they they'll be a. I think they'll be much better than they were last year. They have to be, buddy. Whether or not they can be a tournament team, we'll have to see. I mean, a lot and of it's going to come from, to. Go ahead. The kid from Brown got his year right, so he's he's yeah, eligible. Jalen Ganey. Yeah, right. I just hope so. He's... That's a big deal. I mean, that is a big deal. They, I mean, look, they'll be better defensively just by. I mean, they have to be. They have that kid who will help a lot. Um, and they got rid of some guys that maybe. I shouldn't say got rid of well, some the, guys left that maybe weren't great for team culture, or team well, chemistry. Yeah. That I think they'll be a more enjoyable team to watch right. and cheer for, likable. But you know that would be my that would be my advice to people going into the season is that you'd like to see the chemistry be a whole lot better. You'd like to see this be a team that plays together. I hated watching them last year. Yeah. I hated it. You'd like to see all of that return, have a much better product on the on the court, and see what happens. If they don't make the tournament, if they're not successful this season. 
it's probably going to be the end of the road for Leonard Hamilton. And, you know, that is what it is. But but I don't think it's – this isn't like a, the start of a new process where they're going to get three or four years to figure this out. They either have success this year or not. But no matter what, you just want to see them play better and play harder. I desperately want to see a more likable product and, uh, like you're saying, uh, guys who can play well together. And then, obviously, I'm rooting hardcore for them and that staff. I'd like to see Leonard, when he does decide to walk away – do so after a winning season, right. make the tournament. I mean, I don't know what his long-term plans are. I know what I think about what Florida State needs to be thinking about over the next two to three years. I do know, though, that also we're all rooting for that guy to finish out on a winning season go to the tournament. Yeah. You do that, be a happy ending. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chan TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. MLB is in full swing with MyBookie, and they want to be your one-stop shop for all betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run totals, Futures, MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new MyBookie Money Bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Pretty simple, really. Deposit $200, play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan, Looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie. You- Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Sean writes, I agree with Jeff in explaining our baseball woes in the postseason in the past with that, that's just baseball. But how would you explain a team winning seven national championships in a 30-plus year span with three different coaches? Are they just the luckiest program in the last 30 years, or there is something to this? Oh, there's definitely something to it. I mean, the investment in baseball at LSU, just like it was at USC back in the day in Texas and Miami, is legendary. I think LSU uh, did get a little bit of luck in there. Uh, the Warren Morris walk-off, the guy hit one home run all year long, and it happened to be to walk off the Miami Hurricanes in the championship game one year. I mean, it does happen, but no, there's no explaining away uh, why LSU is really, really good. They've had Skip Bertman is an all-time great coach, really one of the legends of the game, did a wonderful job in recruiting. And uh, when they got chances to cash it in, they most yeah. of the time cashed it in. That goes I mean, back to the same conversation about 11, was that you know 
a good program gets there. Gets there repeatedly. And then you've – Had they won one or two, we wouldn't be – yeah. He just – he came up short too many times for, for that to be something that didn't bother the fan base. Now, listen, back in the day, I will tell you, uh, my biggest criticism of Mike Martin in the 90s when he had loaded teams t- that he took out to Omaha is they played punch-and-duty baseball once they got out there in a sport where people had loaded weapons in their hand. I mean, those games were 1918 out in Omaha for years, and he's out here bunting people over. And you've got freaking J.D. Drew and Jeremy Morris. And, you know, I mean, there was no – that used to drive me nuts. I thought that was a legitimate criticism for years, breaking down fundamental wood bat baseball in Omaha where everything is ting, 16 to 10. I well, never deflected that criticism from him. I, I, I brought that criticism to him on the air. But I also know that he got really unlucky several times. I didn't realize – I just looked it up while y'all were talking that, that – I mean, I say only, they've only been out there 19 times, LSU. Uh, and their first one was 86, which was the year that Florida State got to the championship game. And lost, lost Arizona. Uh, but, like, so they've, they've won seven and lost 12. That is an incredible hit rate oh, for yeah. a team that goes out there a lot. Like, Texas, I think, has won probably four and lost 38. It's really hard to win out there. But I do wonder, I don't understand what it is about Baton Rouge and LSU fandom, but – why are there so many people out there? Well, they How made do they that, get they, so many fans. No, they made that to go their to cause. Omaha. And, and you've been you've been to Baton Rouge. It's and crazy. It's, it's an nuts. awesome scene. It's an awesome scene. And there's no doubt when you have you know twenty thousand or eighteen thousand people in the stands at your home games and they're passionate as hell. No, I'm uh, talking about Omaha. No, but they How travel. They so many they, of them? He's saying I'm it's, saying it's a continuation. Oh, it's a continuation yeah, of yeah. that. And they travel out there and they and listen. By the way. Go to Omaha. I'm, I'm talking just generally to people out there. Go to Omaha in a year where Florida State doesn't go out there or that LSU doesn't go out there, and guess what you're going to find? A bunch of LSU fans in Omaha, even though they're not there. Like, the yeah. team's not there, and they're there, welcoming other fan bases to their tailgate. It is, it's the cause du jour at LSU. They love it, and that's cool. And I do think that breeds the kind of success that we're talking about here where they're all in all the time well, and the other thing about that state and the reason i think jimbo fisher desperately wanted that job is because it is the school i mean it you know you've got some smaller schools in, but you don't have three huge universities like you do in florida that split the fan base and i think that's part of it also lsu if you're from louisiana lsu yeah. is it and you're all in yeah yeah, it's funny. I, I will just say this about uh, it, this is it's a rate. commendable though, right? It I, is commendable. I, I, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It is commendable it. how they support that baseball program. Oh, you're it damn really right. Is. It's awesome. Uh, I, I use this as a to your point, Ira. Uh, I was once courted for a job, and I'm not doing this. Is not a this is not a humble brag or anything like that. I was courted for a job uh, by a company that was out of Michigan, and anyhow, this guy was like, "I want to bring what we're doing in Michigan down to the state of Florida, and I want you to be the host." And I said, well, we got a problem because, well, that sounds awesome, and I'm flattered that you're offering me this position. You do realize that everybody in Michigan roots for the Tigers, everybody in Michigan roots for the Michigan Wolverines, and everybody roots for the Red Wings. So any part of Michigan you go to, let's say it's a syndicated show that I'd be hosting, they all root for the same exact team. Now, you're going to want me to host this show in the afternoons in the state of Florida. Well, buddy, that's going to work in Tallahassee, but the people down in Miami don't give a rat's ass what's happening up here, and they don't care about the Gators either, and it goes that way across the state, depending on where you are. Now, I feel like I'd be able to do a good show that way, but those are two entirely different things, and I think that's to your point. In Louisiana, man, they, they are all in on all things LSU all the time. And you're right. If you're a coach and you know that and they have money. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame to go God there. dog right he did. Right. Yeah. He knows. That was the only thing missing at Notre Dame was like, 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I have a much better chance to win a national championship at LSU than I do Notre Dame. That's the reality. It's also why why Link couldn't wait to get the hell out of right. South Bend. Not just because Florida State is where he played and was an All-American and he grew up here in Tallahassee. That Those were big reasons. But you can't win out there. It was kind of a miracle that he did. Crazy women's basketball coach went to LSU <laughs> from Baylor. Yeah. I mean, it's uh... – by the way, those numbers on the Jello shots really play out. I mean, that's crazy how many Jello shots the uh, the LSU fans drank out there. Good times, and those stands the last Jell-O night. Jello shots kind of suck. Yeah, they kind of do, but I'm just saying, it representative of that stadium last night with those Jello I mean, shots and the, the results, man. Good times. How about an old fashioned? Can they do like an old you fashioned? Can't drink uh, thirty thousand old fashions. <laughs> Dude, dead saying. people in the streets of Omaha. <laughs> how about Mio's and vodka? <laughs> Yeah. Like a man. Like a man, right, Corey? Yeah, like a man, a man straight. Oh, man. Will we control the line of scrimmage versus LSU considering what we both have? I think if we run the ball effectively, play action, will once again break their backs. That's from Chris. Hey, that's why I love this test. I think, though, you know, you want to get early, I guess, recognition whether or not you're physically tough enough on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Both teams get to test themselves in that way because they both bring a ton to the table. And I think both coaches are going to want to be very, very physical. I think both coaches are going to want to run the football some. Now, again, modern offensive football, everybody spreads you out and throws the ball. But, yeah, I, I think they're going to get a – both teams will get a hell of a test. I don't think you're going to dominate or own the line of scrimmage. Right. I mean, I think if you no. if you hold your own on both sides of the line of scrimmage – well, I think Florida State's defensive line should have the edge. But if the offensive line holds its own against LSU's defensive front – I think you consider that a win, and because of your skill and quarterback play, that's that's all you need. And you kind of did last year, right? Like you LSU, did. the only rushing yards they had was Jaden Daniels, which they yeah. count. I mean, those were those were scrambles. Though their design run game did nothing because that was the Florida State defensive line that was the healthiest it was all season. Right. That was with a healthy slash dominant Fabian Lovett. Um, I think you can control the running game of LSU, but man, you're not going to block them for four quarters. That's a that's a talented defensive front. They're going to make some plays on you. Yeah, I think it's it's neutralized for both teams, and then that's where both quarterbacks have the ability to make guys miss, and this is why you just anticipate this being one of the great games we see all season. It was incredible last year. shouldn't have been. Florida State probably should have run away with that thing. Blue opportunities. I do think the winning a game like that where you tried to give it away and you pissed away red zone opportunities to blow them out, Obviously, it saved in a weird way. It kind of led to the season they had and saved their season. You saw the look on Mike Norvell's face after the game. He, he recognized. Jumping. Oh, my God. Yeah, he looked like a little kid. Like, you know, he had been given permission to celebrate. But it was to learn from that was really important. And I, I think that they will have that in their favor in all these big games they play this year. There's only really two big games. But they'll to get where they want to go, they'll play three or four big games, an ACC championship game and a college football playoff game if they get there. You know, that you have to survive something like that. Learn from your mistakes and learn how to handle those moments. They had a lot of moments last year. And we may lament the fact that they were having these moments against Florida, who's 6-6, six and six, or Oklahoma, who's 6-6, six and six, but they still had to come through in the pinch under pressure in primetime games with a lot on the line. And I think you grow from that. I mean, there's no doubt you grow from that. So that's I don't know, just a side rant. But I have a suggestion. The quote on the Seminole headlines, Maryland should, should include who said it. Corey Clark, do you want the credit for that? We'll add a new uh, batch of shirts with your name next to it. Well, it does say my name, doesn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, maybe the maybe the new one on the on the Shopify. Ira, what's that? What's that deal again? To get your Seminole Headlines shirts, what's the address? <laughs> SeminoleHeadlines.myshopify.com. There you go. We get Seminole Headlines shirts. 
I thought it said my name on it, but if it doesn't, he can uh, the, live with the it. The first one, the first iteration did. It did say my name on it, and then it had the box score on the back. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys all know who said it. You don't need to. You don't need to single me out. He doesn't need that kind of credit. He knows. Uh, Scotty writes. Coming off the heels of last night's championship drubbing, I think it's a good time to again ask why O'Sullivan is still the head coach at UF. Not even the Jeff Cameron Show PR firm would touch that situation from 2021, yet he's still there. Well, I'll just say this about that, Scotty. We all knew of that situation. I think, oddly, the country's just finding out about that situation. Um, when all that went down a couple years back, it was it was hideous. It was not even something I wanted to talk about. It involves tragedy and murder and suicide and all this other stuff and just yeah yeah no it kind of speaks for itself is this something i need to google because i don't remember i don't know what you're talking we'll we'll, we'll fill you in in off the air okay sullivan situation uh yeah yeah it's not a good one man he's not a good dude uh and i I will just say this it did lead directly and we'll, we'll get it back on the field Two years ago, they got pasted at their home regional by like a bum. They got they gave up like nineteen runs when all that was going on. Everybody was like, "What is happening to Gain- in Gainesville?" Well, that's what was happening. The team was quitting on him, and it is a miracle he survived it. That's all I'll say. And these kids still go there. It's surprising. Seminole headlines ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. MLB is in full swing with MyBookie, and they want to be your one-stop shop for all betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run totals, futures. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of a brand new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Pretty simple, really. Deposit 200 play with 300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere my bookie. You betting a lot these days, Ira, with Baltimore dominating the standings? I should be. I have a couple buddies who tell me that just they as soon as they see the line, the oh, Orioles, they're, they're boom. hammering the Orioles. Isn't a bad idea, buddy. That was pretty cool. Uh, Nathaniel writes, I felt that a number of national programs like Oregon or Oklahoma have leaned in the direction of offense at the expense of defense as a competitive advantage versus the majority of their peers. It's admittedly hard to compete stylistically with the UGAs and Bamas of the world. Do you guys think that Mike, an offensive guy first and foremost, is leaning us that way here, as perhaps signaled by some of the personnel decisions in his time in Tallahassee? P.S. July 4th, dip in the pool and registers dogs on the grill. Do it. There you go. Well done, Nathaniel. Uh, I don't know that any coach, even if he was, uh, you know, all coaches have a bent, depending on what side of the ball they're on. Did they, you know, they grew up learning those schemes and thinking about that style of football. But I don't think any coach would say that, oh, no, at the expense of the other side of the ball, we're going to do this, this, and this. And also, you know, I think Jimbo Jimbo is the, one of the rare offensive coordinators who, who wanted to win defensively. Like he – I think that's why Saban liked him so much. Yeah. You know, he, Jimbo is all about winning a game 16-13. to 13. Um, Mike Norvell, I think, likes to put up points. I mean, he, it's an offense built for playmakers. He wants to – He's, I mean, he is, that's his thing. I mean, that's his, 
his secret sauce is he's done tremendously well on offense throughout his career. He schemes it up well. He knows how to coach it well. He knows how to develop players well, and that's what he's going to continue to do. But that doesn't mean he doesn't care about the other side of the ball. I no, mean, I, you, know. You, you know, most coaches would speak to some sort of form of complimentary football. I do think that there is a tendency now for more coaches to admit that the game is because of the rules. Right. So offensively minded that you you are you better be elite on offense. You, you I mean you got to be elite on offense um, because teams are going to score against your defense no matter how good it is, right. unless you have a transcendent season like Georgia did two years ago. But like Georgia's defense last year was really good, but they had a couple of games last year where they got lit up. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State. Well, if they don't screw around their last possession, yeah. Ohio State wins the national championship. So yeah, I think it's kind of like. Um, you you have to be able to shoot in college basketball. You can't just be a team that pounds. Nobody can in that entire have, sport, but you're right. You have to have shooters. <laughs> you have to have you you have to be able to make eight or ten three pointers a game. You have to. Um, but also, um, you know, Oregon. What choice does Oregon have? There's not a lot of defensive linemen out there in uh, on the West Coast. Well, I was going to say, not and that's, a lot of defensive linemen in Oregon. And that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing to do is get elite. First round pick NFL defensive yeah. linemen. They're so, all in Louisiana. You're in the right part of the country. <laughs> you're in the right part of the country to get them. Yeah, I I, I do think you can play a, a a very good brand of defense here. I do think he wants to do that. I think he understands clearly the importance of defensive line. I mean, you you look at what they've brought in now on this defensive line. I think they're really good in the interior. I think they have two plus 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 players on the edge. I don't think there's a lot of depth behind that, but I think that's good enough if they're healthy to be uh, better than most of the teams you face throughout the course of this season. It could come back to haunt you that you're not deep enough in some other places, but that's not until you get into those you know late season games like the college football playoff or the ACC championship. I mean, it, this schedule. That's the other thing. We've talked a lot about why everybody's so high on Florida State. Well, let's be honest. They've got their two toughest games within the first four. They ought to stomp everybody else's ass. This schedule's weak. I mean, that just say it. It's a weak schedule. So you have two really good teams. If you go one and one in those games, you ought to go eleven and one. I mean, I, I, I you'll be favored in every one of those other games. Right. Yeah. You agree, Corey? Yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. I agree. Uh, should the regional be the floor for the baseball team with the new additions? Writes John. I mean, I think the re- a regional you got to get to a regional. It should be the floor for Florida State baseball. I think we all understand this was a very difficult situation they inherited, and then they lost their best pitcher by far. Um, yeah, we I mean, didn't I, know the floor could look like this at Florida State. This was like a dungeon underneath a basement that yeah. we found for the floor of Florida State baseball. When you when you yeah when you when you've been <laughs> there's another where did that when come been, from? <laughs> when you've been to 44 straight postseason appearances yeah, yeah. at some you, point it ends yeah you well but you you don't you don't say oh well we'll yeah. wait three or four more years Reset, to get back no. they want to get back quickly can they uh, i mean we'll have to see uh henry so i'm gonna do these three rapid fire because they're all kind of fun and they all involve recruiting and we want to get through the recruiting talk as quickly as possible mm. so here you go but they're all kind of fun mm. this way all right let me take this first one all right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Well, you don't. You don't want to hear me read oh, all three okay. at the Go same ahead. time. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. When these commitments start dropping, what will the fan base complain about then? Okay. Jeff Corey and Baghdad Ira, June OVs <laughs> are finished, and we have no new commitments. Is everything still going to be all right? No, it's a disaster. <laughs> it's over. What's start more? cheering for another team. 
They're never going to get another commitment. What's more likely? Knowles go 15-0 and and win the national title. The fan base musters up a crumb of patience for football recruiting. Uh, and an African-American gentleman named Jerry suits up for FSU. <laughs> well, we know that has oh. never happened. Never been a black Jerry. Oh. So there you go. There are the three groupings. I like that. They all yeah. kind of come from a different angle, but they're all involving the lack of patience and concern and everything. But Baghdad Ira is awesome. I love that he threw that in it there. It is. It is pretty good. Here's the thing. Like, I just – and you guys look, you guys, you guys, hey, man, we're on your side. Well, but we I mean, agree with you, you, but here's the thing. Like, I think the, there's a, I mean, I'm trying to think of the best way how to put this. Oh, he's being delicate. Here we well, go. Here's the thing. Like there's the two best ways to get, to get interest in your, your content, whether it's writing or podcasting or anything is to say everything is unbelievably great. Right. Or everything's take, terrible. Take a page out of Corey's hyperbole book. Either everything's right. great. Yeah. Where everything's terrible and you need to be worried, it's going to be panicked. It can't be, be. It can't be in the middle. It can't be in the middle. When the reality is, man, it's in the middle. It's usually in the middle. So when I am usually going to be in the middle, that may seem like I'm Baghdad yeah. Ira. That I'm telling you it's not bad. Everything I'm telling is you, fine here. I'm telling <laughs> you, see. everything is not. Because I mean, it's been two weeks now. It's back to the Monday Smash with Aslan and I, and Tom and I, when Jeff and I've done it. When I've gone on your show. People want to freak out about recruiting, and and what what I would my pushback is there's yeah, nothing to see. Well, here. you guys are the same people that told me Ron Dugans was a complete incompetent and could never sign a good receivers, and the same people that say Chris Thompson couldn't sign good tight ends. And he, now here we are. So that's why I I'm going to push back a little bit on the people who say it's all over. Also, when they lived in the portal, you can't just live in the portal. Well, guess what? They're probably going to go to the playoff this year. By really doing oh, well in the portal. There you go, Ira. I was blowing out there. Playoff. playoff bound. I just think there's – a shot. The, I'm, usually I'm pushing back to the people who tell you that they're one on one side. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're pointing out the extremes right. are not applicable here. Now, there might come a date where you go, okay, That's this what is I getting said. very, very disconcerting. That's what I said. Yes. You just had this really good weekend, and you think you've got some kids committed. If the summer goes and those kids didn't commit, we got now, an issue. now there's a problem. Yeah. Then I will come in here. There's a difference between committing and announcing. So Florida State coaches might be like, "We are right where we want to be. Every just nothing is public yet. We got some winks. Ira, throw a wink to the camera so (laughs) people know. People know what's coming. Try to throw. I'm watching. I'm watching. It's not good for radio. But let's see if Ira winks. Can you try to throw Jeff a wink earlier during the break? He's letting me know. Come on. He didn't pick up. He didn't didn't pick up what I was dropping. No, I was too. Ira, are you gonna do a wink? To the camera? He won't no. do it. He's not a show pony. He's not having you just he's dance. A, yeah, he's not he's dancing not a, like Jimbo when you tell him clown. to. You're gonna do the, <laughs> you're gonna do the music for him again so he can wink on our way to break. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's the final break. We'll wrap up with more questions in a moment. Some of the headlines: ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio War Chat TV. There are some winks. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Randy, we know, we know the Jerry bit is old. It's from a bygone time when we were back at the old studios, and somehow, between the three of us, we uh, could not remember a black Jerry, and there was a Jerry on the team at the time. <laughs> well, there was Jerry Johnson. Yeah, and there was Jerry, also, lots of Jerry's, uh, yeah. Jerry Rice didn't well, even come to our Yeah, we were just talking about uh, they were all over the place after the more we looked at it. We were like, there are black Jerry's yeah. everywhere. What's wrong with us? But uh, yeah. the three of us couldn't remember a single black Jerry in the history of the world. Unfortunate. 
Not one of our finer moments. And now we make fun of it. Now we make fun of ourselves every time. It's fun. The difference then, though, is like we were recording the show. So, like, we would record it and, and we'd, then we'd go, go do oh, our thing. Oh, man, Jerry Rice was pretty and, freaking good. And then people yeah. would hear the show and then they'd text you and you're just like, yeah, man, I know we figured it out later, but like. It was too late. Now it's like when we do it live, people are, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they can embarrass us in the moment. Uh, Robert wants to know if you could go back in time, what's one sporting event you would have wanted to attend? That's tough. There's there's a ton. Maybe Hank Aaron hitting the home run. Oh, no, but Barry Bonds breaking Hank Aaron's record. <laughs> because, of loved, course, yeah. We all remember where we were that would, night. Would, uh, <laughs> what 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 scenario would have happened to happen to Corey? Like, what, what would have had to let up to your day, or how much alcohol would have had to let up to your day for you to run on the field and run circle the bases with Hank Aaron? Oh, uh, yeah. Those two guys were from Valdosta. Yeah. Were they real? Um, real minces. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, if you were sitting by them and they made the leap over the wall to get on the like what would have had to have led your day I, to get I, you I, to go with them I, i'm trying to think I, because my first answer is if i was drunk enough to think that was a good idea i would not be able to stand or run and, and you wouldn't remember the home run out. yeah that wouldn't be I'd good i'd be passed out in the seat like yeah. i couldn't move i i if i have any sense <laughs> Uh, uh, common or otherwise, I'm not jumping on that field because they were genuinely worried that somebody was going to kill. Of course, and everybody knew that, including and Hank. That's why he looks at him nervously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you put your life at risk, indeed. Think how different that highlight would be on all those this week in baseballs. <laughs> 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 rounded second. Boom! Somebody takes a shot scope in the forehead. Yeah, and it's blurred. <laughs> Hank, but they still do the twenty-minute speech yeah. afterwards, and everybody. Hank cheered. went on to round third and touch home base <laughs> in footage we cannot show you. <laughs> home plate, yeah. No, I'm trying to think of a sporting. Yeah, so you're gonna bring it back home to something more personal that you know you have a passion for. So that's why you say the yeah. Braves and Hank Aaron. Um, I'm trying to think. I. Golly, I don't really have any of those things because I've been at every one of Florida State's national championship games. Maybe so I've the seen Miracle the, uh, on Ice. I've seen the oh that yeah the Miracle on Ice that, that crossed my mind, but I don't really care about hockey. Know, just but historically, was, but that was incredible. Maybe like Tiger's first Masters, maybe. Yeah, I mean, over the course of four days, that was. I, I, mm. Screw you, know that. Um, I'm trying to th- maybe, well, I could do the same thing with Ira yeah, right next could, to me. I could yeah. do the 79 or 71, uh, championships for the, for the pirates with pop Stargell's going yard and, uh, in a big way in that game seven. So I, I don't know what about Mazeroski. Oh, how about that? Yeah, it would have been good. Take out the, Hey, eight. here's an answer that will kind of pull at the heartstrings. In all honesty, I would want to go back to what I already saw, which was, and I'm not doing this for you, Jeff, 92? I'm not trying to twist the knife. The '92 Cabrera. Yeah, that's why. That's story. why I said, "Screw you, know that he brought it up." Because Just because I was there, though. But I would, I, I would give, a, a, yeah, almost anything to go relive that again with my dad. The, that was uh, our, probably our all-time best sports moment together. And that's the only thing that allows me to live with the fact that it comes up as often as it does, as I know the warmth it provides, the you know your memories and all that. No, I'm serious yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, the, yeah. the cool moment uh, at the uh, trop the other day was a Braves fan, or it was an Orioles fan and a Rays fan. Kind of like talking, just jostling a little bit. Nothing, nothing Having a nasty. Little fun. Just a little, a little fun. And the one guy, uh, the Rays guy was talking about how good they've been. And the, the Orioles fan's like, yeah, well, we've won a few more World Series than you. And then he, and then the Orioles fan, like, yeah, there's like a pause. And the Orioles fan goes, 
was before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Well, I'm still mad at Jeffrey Mayer for you. Oh, my God. I'm still I've, mad I've, about I've, that. I sh- I've showed that clip to my kids. Oh, it's awful. I watched it when it That's happened. That's where you should go, Ira. And go throat punch and that kid. Punch that kid in the face as hard as you can. Just if I could go back in time before he's done anything wrong, just go up and throat punch him. Well, pretend to trip and just take him down some steps. That's all. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, broken face, huh, Jeffrey? Awful. Like Tony Tarasco. You're going to have to go to the hospital. You can't watch this game. Yeah. Or you could take out the umps dumbass who allowed for it to stand and signaled home run, even though he clearly saw my man reach over. That yeah, those are toughies. That's the problem is that we're all like coaches. We remember the losses more than the wins, right. and we would right. go back and right. not enjoy this great moment Fix of victory. Tragedy. We would go back and solve that nonsense. Yep. Like, I'm sorry, we are not the '97 Florida game. Could you? I, I'm in the stands yelling, "What yeah, are could, we doing, could you Bobby?" Just, could you get to the front row and just screaming at the Bobby, whole game? Bobby, don't do it. I'm telling you, you're gonna regret this the rest of your life. Also, Mickey, Jacquez Green. <laughs> <laughs> Just cover him. Double him. Please. Yeah, shade the safety over there. Mickey, damn it, man. Yeah. When it's... Doug Johnson comes in, he's going to throw. <laughs> These holes. By the way, Miami, after every timeout, they're running a screen. They're going to run a screen, I'm telling you, and he's going to go 80 yards, Mickey. Yeah, the question should be if you could go back in time and be a coach on the sideline. Of oh. what game, what would it be, or in a dugout? Uh, I'm undoing one of the wide rides for sure. I'm undoing a wide ride. Yeah. Uh, there's no – Amen. Yeah, yeah, the first one. D- damn it. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, damn it, man. I was – oh, I get mad thinking about it. All these years later, I wonder if I'm going to be 70 going, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I am. I mean, I'm, we're getting there. We're, clo- we're fast approaching, and we're still doing it. Uh, do we have any more – one more question here before it's uh, – oh, oh, by the way, Walter pointed out to all of us that Registers is now at Sam's in Tallahassee. He sees it everywhere these days. Let's go. Let's go. So a win for Register Sausage at the end of the show here, nice. as they often do. But, yeah, the, that's a nice – in the, in hey, and probably we should announce probably no show next week, right? Because it's July 4th. That is correct. There is no show next okay. week. In fact, taking a couple of days we off. We love America week. more than we love you guys. That's what it is. We wanted to yeah. honor the country on this 4th of July, and we couldn't do it by hosting some of the headlines, yeah. damn it. Right. Somebody's got to be by a pool eating registered sausage and having some friends over. Uh, gentlemen, enjoy your Independence Weekend. Has the Daryl Jackson waiver replaced Destin Hill's arrival as the FSU Twitter Loch Ness Monster? Yes, That's it from has. RA. It sure has. Ira, when's it coming? Yeah. Real quick, give us a give us a wink, man. If if it's coming soon, if you're getting good, if you're hearing good news, it needs to happen. But I don't know that uh, it's imminent. Ambassador to Florida writes: Has there been one play call from Mike Norvell that made you think, you know, this guy could drink a whole bottle of Don Julio and walk away unscathed? <laughs> you know, the time when they snapped it between Wyatt Rector's legs, like they had him. Line up and, yeah. and yeah. then I forget I don't know who was behind mm-hmm. him, but it, he went to the direct snap because they'd run that a few times. But they snapped it between his legs to Jordan. I thought it was a pretty clever play and pretty. They had pretty, some uh, play at, against North Carolina early in 2020, the first the COVID year, where they're on their old goal line and they hit Preston oh, yeah, Daniel yeah, yeah, for like yeah. a 40 or 50 yard pass right down the middle. I'm like, okay. They're, they're designing some things to make some plays oh, until they get some better talent. Yeah, they, they design some things. Trick loves the kids. Uh, great 
title for uh, our next questioner. Are Corey and Ira both terrible drivers? A few weeks ago, Ira wanted Corey to quickly cut across lanes on the highway like a maniac. Last week, Corey said literal pedestrian crossings with markings and lights aren't real crosswalks. (laughs) How afraid should we be with these two gentlemen on the roadway? (laughs) We're hazards, baby. Come to Tallahassee at your own risk. Your description of a literal crosswalk with the lights inside. It's not a real crosswalk. That is a real crosswalk. (laughs) I'm saying there aren't the white checkered lines. It's just there's a yellow sign that they You're decide to just There's walk just out. a yellow flashing light and a sign that has somebody walking through a crosswalk. In an area where you know that kids have the right away. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. For Ira and I Corey, mean, both terrible drivers. I'm Jeff. Good job, Director Matthew. Peace. We'll talk to you guys a week from uh, today. Oh, no, two weeks from today. Happy Fourth of July. Until then, peace. Peace.